Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, hey, hey! Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful radio listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. Yikes. Check in with the most important man, Will Darkens. What's going on, man? Oh, my gosh. Broke the mic. Did I? I don't think I did. I heard feedback on that. Hey, Ooh. hey, hey. Man. Well, I can uh, I could smell my own cooking in here. And uh, whoo, whoo, whoo. went for a run before the show. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure I could smell my grundle from here. It is uh, It is. Ripe. Your farts? No. No, no, no. Uh, Magooch. Just, uh, you know, my undercarriage. It's, uh, it's a little ripe in here. You can't say that on the radio. Oh, I can't? Is that... Wait, can we actually? I think we can. I think we're safe there. Yeah, I didn't can say anything. Can you say gooch on the radio? Uh, you know how I know that you can? Mm. I have a good friend in Las Vegas. Well, I say good friend. I haven't talked to him in a long time. I should probably check in with him. Uh, he is on the radio, and his radio name is Gooch. Oh, is really? Yeah, the Goocher. The Gooch. <laughs> yeah, Gooch. Gooch, Brandon Hahn, he's on uh, some rock station in Vegas. I don't know if he's still even on the radio. I haven't talked to him in a while, but uh, last time I talked to him, he was still Gooch on the radio and doing stand-up comedy in Las Vegas. Very overweight? No, no, actually, uh, Slim Fella. Oh, then he shouldn't have that name. No, why not? No, that name goes to an overweight no, person. No, no, he's, uh, yes, he's a fit individual. He should be called something else. No, that's what he's called. I don't know how he the got the Trailblazer or uh, 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 Ace or anything like I, that. I couldn't tell you. I can't remember the origin story for the name, but we've got uh, our buddy over on KGON. Have you met Jeets? Uh, yeah, I have met Jeets. He's a wonderful individual, though I do hate his nickname. I and think do you know how he got his nickname? Pointless. Well, do you know how he how he became? You've told me this, though I do forget. So yeah, so he was uh, he was meeting with uh, who is now the program director for KGON uh, up in Seattle when they were first started on the radio. He's doing like weekends or whatever. And he's like, ah, I don't like your uh, real name. Uh, well, you got any nicknames? And he's like, uh, somebody called me Jeets once. And as soon as he said, he's like, I shouldn't have said. He's like, All right, you're Jeets now and forever. And he was that's how he got stuck with it. Jeets, yeah. He's like, so there's the that's second not the he origin said it, story. That's what do you mean? Well, I'd, oh yeah, I guess so I don't. Why is he called on Jeets? radio? Well, that's the he's see. That's he, the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem with that nickname. It yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. Well, he even admitted he's like I knew I shouldn't say like in, right. As but he's he give it, you a better explanation as to why somebody even no, before no. that meeting called him Jeets. That's the story. That's a drunk nickname. Yeah, one hundred percent. Probably. probably. Uh, it's Jeets over there. What was your nickname? What was your uh, nickname when you were a uh, drunk guy? Uh, when I was drunk guy? Yeah, did you have a drunk guy nickname? I don't think I've ever. <sighs> drunk guy nickname. I get called a-hole a lot. Willie D? Willie D. Because <laughs> I got that D. Yeah, is that right? Darkens. Is that right? <laughs> the D for Darkens. You know what you mean. 
Uh, no. Come on now. I haven't got a clue. Willie D. Yeah. Was that a 503? Re- yeah, a little bit. Sometimes. Yeah, and then we tried to make uh, WD 40 work, and then I just didn't like it. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of that. You one. didn't drink enough 40s? No, just because. Like, <laughs> no, I did. You no, know, yeah, I did. Well, actually, I didn't like 40s. Yeah. I preferred $2.50 bottle of wines from Trader Joe's. Sure, of course. And I did. got looked down upon for that. The but two guess buck what? chuck? Yeah, but guess what? Who's laughing now? I saved a lot of money. Did you? Yes. How Are many... you kidding? 10 bucks? I'm set for the night. Yeah? You don't even have to talk to me anymore. How much does a 40 cost? Uh, probably. I think you know, you can, five bucks. Maybe. I think you can get the big bears for pretty. Yeah, they taste horrible. Pretty, oh yeah, they do. I gotta taste. I gotta wow. get a little bit of taste though. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, that's the step up the in two, college. The two buck chuck wasn't exactly, yeah. uh, you know, the the best vintage. Right, you're totally correct. Yeah. But in terms of wine over an old English. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take the wine every no, single time. Fair. Malt liquor versus uh, yes. wine. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yes. I'm picking and up now, what down. here is kind of the graduation level when it comes to beers in college. This was for me. At okay, least. sure. Now, in college, in freshman year, right, you didn't drink because you weren't age. Of course not. You but couldn't. Let's, let's say you let's did. Say, let's yeah. pretend. Let's, let's pretend. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way there's a nice timeline. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. This, is like, this is like like an alternate timeline. Yeah, sure. You know, Natty Ice. Because it was available and very cheap. Yep. And, and it was uh, high alcohol content. Yeah, the, very uh, high the alcohol. The ice it was basically a mm. code word for, let's get more booze. Yeah. Yep. Then as you got to sophomore and you started getting yourself into some frat parties and other parties, you go to Bush Light. Oh, Bush Light. That's right. Class it up a little bit. Now, Bush Light is valuable because you can drink more of it for mm-hmm. longer without, because you drink the ice, it's, let's say, faster You're done. you get drunk. Yeah. Well, it's, it's. It's a, all right, I don't know how long this is going to last, so let's drink as fast as we can, get hammered. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you have that, and then near the end of sophomore year, you graduate to Keystone. Ooh, Keystone, classy. And then you get yourself some Pabst Blue Ribbon around junior year. Yeah, because then you want to be a little hipster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm picking up what but you're But then once out. you get to senior they don't, year. They don't give away blue ribbons. You have to earn yeah. those. Then yeah. once you get to senior year, though, you you you. Put out a little bit more. Oh, you for put the, out. You put out a little bit more for the okayer beer. Okay, like you buy Bud Light. Yeah, and then you like go you'll get, get a, an IPA. You'll or, get a Widmer Hefeweizen. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's not an incredibly great beer, but whoa, like whoa, 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 whoa. Year whoa, you're in college. Portland, Oregon. Oh, dude, you I can't tell you how many beer douchebags I've talked to. Widmer Hefeweizen, barf. I don't drink that crap. Oh, get out oh, of here. Oh, yes, dude. Yeah. It's it's chock full of them here. Yeah, well, this city. It's what makes yes. this city horrible. Yeah. Beer a- douchebags and coffee douchebags. Ooh, I don't know as many. Well, I don't drink coffee, so I don't get into as many coffee yeah. douchebag conversations. Right. But yeah, the the whole beer. Here's the, tr- mm. here's the trouble with the beer guys here. Well, what's your favorite beer? Oh, I like a good IPA. Okay, but like which one? Well, and then they'll list off 19 I'm like, dude, just... 19 brands. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, I just... I want something, like, if it's on Nitro, it's like, eh, come on. Yeah, last week I had yeah. a real great whistle fart, and it was just freaking amazing, dude. dude whistle, right. fart, whistle fart makes a good beer. Don't make fun of whistle fart. You show up to a party... That, well, see, this is this is 40-year-old me not trying to be cool either. I show up to a party, I'm bringing uh, a 12-pack of Widmer Half and a 30-pack of uh, of Coors Light. If somebody asks me to bring beer, I'm like, all right. That's it, a solid bring. Yeah. 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 That's like, here. Good. Here. You can have a couple of these, mm-hmm. and then we'll drink six of these. Yeah. Let's, let's go. That's that's very kind if of somebody you. asked me to bring beer. The other one I'll go with uh, the pub beer from uh, Ten Barrel is a good one too. You can sit and drink a bunch of those cans, pretty cheap. Yeah. yeah. I remember liking Ten Barrel quite a bit. Yeah. They were good. It's fine beer. Um, yeah, but the, the beer douchebag now from the text line, 5032 go fan. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The, uh, Vancouver Ford text line, My Vancouver bad. Ford text line. Yep. It is to go fan though. You're right. All texts, uh, to the fan or via the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further. Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, uh, before, during, and after the sale. Visit them at VancouverFord.com. I feel like we should play that Raptor drop every time we do that, but maybe I'm just. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> dang, I gotta find it now. Oh, is it not cleaned up in the I new think. system? Oh, no, we lost Will. He has to go find something. Gave him homework. No, I'll get, 
Uh, you can set it up later. We I'll can, find it later. Yeah, yeah, I'll play it when we come back. From yeah, the break. we should have it. We have it queued up for when we, uh, anytime we do the Vancouver Ford text line. This texter, don't forget about weed douchebags. There are a lot of them. Uh, it's are there more now? Okay, texter, because I'm not, uh, I'm not a weed bro. You're you no longer weed, no bro. longer weed bro. Well, I know you're not now, but yeah, but you were once a time. So it, are they worse now after the legalization of the marijuana? Well, I think probably yes, because yeah. I don't think there was really weed douchebag before the legalization. I, I think it was more just like people just like it was either good or bad weed. That, that was really it because it was, you, yeah, were, it was you were like, at the mercy of whoever was selling yeah, it to you gotcha. that you could find. So it was just like, yeah, this is good weed or this weed is, yeah, it's what a lot of shake in here. I don't shake, like it. That's yeah, that, don't yeah. like this shake. Uh, now I would imagine, yes, because it's legal, there's probably be brands and people who are like yeah. really souping it up. Oh, and the gummies. Yeah, and oh, the gummies. And the oils and the stuff whole thing. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I would say that. And then, uh, but I think more than anything else, what tops any of these categories of douchebag because every city has categories of douchebag is there if you go to cincinnati are there cincinnati chili douchebags yeah they're like oh no if you're gonna go you can't get your Mm -hmm. spaghetti noodles covered in like a weird chili sauce it's not really a chili at that place you gotta go yeah exactly okay it's just food in general that's just oh food 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 bags are horrible here yeah it's terrible yeah. You will just, you will talk about somewhere you ate and they will pick it apart and it's terrible. And then they have to tell me about some new restaurant that they've eaten at or some S hole in the wall that they ate at <laughs> that they swear wasn't why they got salmonella, but like it was very close to the time where they did. In fact, you took me to a tie cart one time at the old building. Oh yeah. And don't you remember? I got like medium hot and i had to go home i had to warn because i was sweating <laughs> and once i got home i didn't leave my toilet you were food douchebag that day what? you go i gotta take you to this spot no it's this food yeah. cart that's like right below the bridge it's i also great. i also think i told you not to get anything above like mild and i like spice but that's on you. I said medium hot yeah that's, that's not a, that bad no that's a terrible idea with thai food you don't want any piece of Thai spice. That's you being naive. That's mm. not me. The thing was, you could go to that Thai food cart, and for like $5, you can get three meals. That's what I liked about it. That's it, scary. Food was fantastic. I went there a bunch, and I never did the, I have to leave work, because <laughs> everything's running through me, because I decided to get Thai spice. First time I had Thai food, I, I remember this vividly. I was working uh, for Shell White Films, and Shell White Films was in an old box factory in the Pearl District before it was a Pearl District. So when it used to be like uh, edgy, well, no, it was it was like old, like you know, disheveled buildings, whatever. The building that we were working in had uh, no heating in the building. It had an empty elevator shaft with, like, a piece of caution tape across it. You had to walk up, like, four stories. And so in the – and we're working on a uh, stop-motion animation thing. And uh, so we had all these space heaters in, like, the space where we were working, Mm. but there wasn't enough room to gather. And we were getting close to finishing this thing up. So we're like, oh, we're going to do a big meal. But we had to kind of go out into the – I guess it would have been the, the hallways or whatever, right? And so there's no heating. This is in December, so it's like 38 degrees. So it was like, oh, we'll get Thai food. And they go up, and they go up to 23rd, and they go to some little Thai place, and they go, oh, do you want any spice in it? And I ordered, because never, I've never ordered uh, Thai food before. I'm like, I'll get the sweet and sour. I know what that is. I've had Chinese food. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I like spice. Uh, do it like medium spice. I started eating this, this sweet and sour, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, this is a little, a little warm. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, medium spice with Thai food. And then I keep eating it. And I'm like, I better take off my sweatshirt. And they're like, your face is turning kind of red. And it's like 30 degrees. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it just feels like it's a little warm. And then I'm like, you know, I'm going to take a little break from the actual, like, meat and sauce here. And I'm just going to eat some white rice. I'm like, man, this rice is really spicy. Yeah. And they're like, no, no. They're like, you're just, you are, the peppers are starting to catch up to you. Yeah. And I had to go home. Nice. And it was, it was a whole day. I had to throw away the food, 
That's it was awful. But yes, it was medium spice. So I learned very, very quickly. And now my sister-in-law owns and runs a Thai restaurant. And she goes, oh, don't eat this. <laughs> like She'll warn you. She goes, don't, don't put that anywhere near any of the white people. Why does she allow fun. them to do that? Well, she likes it. To trick us. Well, she doesn't allow it. She goes, all right, I'm warning you. All the white people in my family, don't go near this. And then my mom will always go up and be like, I, I, I like spice. And then she'll try and she's like, don't try that. I'm Is like, this yeah. like the spicy Taco Bell? Yeah. I'll take it. Like the fire sauce? <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> not. Mother Is this no. like fire hot Cheetos? <laughs> I've had those. Yeah. My wife loves flaming hot Cheetos, but they will like burn her face off. Yeah, they do. And so she will sit there and eat them and then... <sighs> but she eats them with chopsticks. So she does not get the uh, seasoning on her fingertips. Why doesn't she just wear gloves? Because she had chopsticks are easier than gloves. You know what you should do? Chopsticks, is, I, I thought it was a pretty good idea. For her birthday, get her latex gloves. No, she has nice chopsticks. Right, but that looks weird. And she I'm might... sorry, wearing latex gloves. That's not going to look weird. No, won't look weird. Latex gloves, eating <laughs> eating the Cheetos, and then sucking off the dust from the latex. Doing what, Doing what with the dust? Sucking off the <laughs> dust, and then possibly biting one of the fingers slightly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I really like? I like Flamin' Hot Cheetos, but they don't have enough of the latex flavor that I'm really looking for. Mm. So I wear these gloves, so then when I eat the dust off my finger, it tastes like latex. I mean, either way, if I saw your wife out in public eating Cheetos with chopsticks or with latex gloves on, serial killer. <laughs> serial killer? Yeah, serial yeah killer? I'm like, I'm like oh, I don't want to get near her. Yeah. I'm, ooh, mm. Did you watch? Did you watch the movie I recommended, Revenge, with uh, B.J. Novak yet? No, I haven't. So it keeps advertising to me. He's, uh, yeah, that's because we've talked about it, and now your phone can hear it, and so it's going to keep throwing it your way. Uh, Frito Pie. Have you ever had Frito Pie? Do you know what Frito Pie is? No, though I have heard of Frito Pie. So he's eating Frito Pie, but it's basically you just open long ways the. Uh, Frito bag and then put chili and cheese mm. into it. And he's just walking around holding the Frito bag, eating it with a spoon. Serial killer? Or was he in Texas? No, serial killer. He's in Texas. No, oh, okay. I mean, you can watch a movie, see if he's a serial killer. I mean, he looks like a serial he killer. He does look like a serial BJ killer. BJ Novak Would you be surprised? Like he's up to no good. Yeah. That he sounds like he's up to no good. I think he's got a new podcast that they're promoting and he sounds like he's up to no good. Now I'm gonna uh oh we have to break. Do we have to? Well, yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah, the obligations. Because I got I I had an actual good conversation with one Jason Swigard that I think you and the, it's a, one of our poll questions today. Ooh, do you want to start think, with the poll question today? We can start with it. It doesn't have anything to do about sports. We'll start with the poll question. Okay. This can I just tell you right now? This show. I have no idea how I can react to any of the things that we're talking about, except for the one that I previewed just so we could get audio, which I knew you would think is ridiculous. Well, we have to talk about Dame being a, oh, a, I know. a I know. crybaby. I know. Well, there you go. crybaby bitch. That gave me a little insight to it. But I want to get your re- reaction to the NBA, like, finally doing something about him being yeah. a little crybaby. It's all weird. So today's show is going to go sideways anyways. I have no idea how you react to any of the things that I present to you. So with that, we will start with the poll question. We do it next. It's the Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Luke Anderson, that guy over there, Will Darkens. Will, uh, you want to do your poll question first? This uh, You said this came from a conversation with one Jay Swigard. It did. Uh, why don't you set it up and tell us what the hell is going on? We got into a bit of a movie conversation. Uh-huh. Just movies and movies and all that. I'm sorry, movies? Movies. Movies, okay. Who had the greater career comeback? John Travolta or Michael Keaton? Ooh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying, 61%. Yeah, Michael Keaton's... uh, I'm trying to think of when and why he went away, um, exactly, because I don't really know. You should watch the 60 Minutes piece on it. Oh, is there a good one? It's not as dramatic as you would think. Yeah. It's literally just the fact that They stopped casting (laughs) him? No, it's just by the end of the 90s, he started doing all this stuff that, like, he hated. Like oh, and it okay. and it apexed with multiplicity, where he was just like, "This is awful. Like I hate doing this." <laughs> and he's like, "I'm just gonna step away." I'm not okay, gonna... so he, he took it, a... and then he just voiced stuff and like did a couple very minor roles, and yeah. then Birdman was yeah, kind of like which was good him coming back. Though I would say the other guys is where like people like remembered him and were like, "Oh yeah, Michael Keaton's a I thing." Thought, I thought Birdman was. I was like, "Oh, I was oh like, yeah, oh, that was, was yeah." Like, where's he been? Well, I just didn't. I just didn't know. And the thing about Travolta. Is he had a nice comeback, and then he did Battlefield Earth. Oh, he did stuff between Battlefield Earth. It. What? what how do you mean? Oh, he, because, like between now and then? No, between Pulp Fiction and Battlefield Earth. Oh yeah, because yeah. he came back and he, oh, he had, had like that off. one no, where, Broken Arrow. Yeah, no, I knew that. You know, the one where he was an angel and trying to have sex yeah. with his wife again. Michael. Michael. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, but I then, mean, he, yeah, he had Battlefield he had Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And then he had a little string of things that he did. Some but he good did, stuff. Yeah, yeah like, uh, but Face Off and Broken Arrow. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I remember all that. Yeah. And, like, people were like, oh, yeah. And then he did Battlefield Earth, and like since then he's kind of been a punchline. It's what it feels really, like. from that. It, well, I, since then, what has he done? I mean, I'd, I'd have to look at his thing, but he's just kind of a weird guy. And is, is, is he bald now? Yeah, he oh, is bald. He's embracing other- being bald. And what was the other thing that he did? Hairspray. That was the other one where I was like, where he played the lady. Now, he was pretty good in Hairspray. Uh, yeah. It's weird. Now, here is one movie I will give you that I found looking through John Travolta's IMDb. And this one just like, I, I've, if I could have been in any writer's or pitch room, this one actually is where I wanted to be. Okay. Okay. The movie is called White Man's Burden. Oh, I've I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. Okay. It is literally the idea. It it was was a 95 movie. It was a straight-to-HBO movie. Okay. Um, (laughs) Harry Belfonte was in it. Okay. I don't know how they got him in it. It is the movie where, in an alternative America, white, people are the minority and black people are the majority. Yeah. So I laugh because I only need to watch this movie for 15 minutes. (laughs) That's it. I just want to know how you're going to explain slavery reverse. Yeah. yeah. That's it. If you could explain that to me and you have a good enough explanation, I'll watch five more minutes. Sure. But if you give me the stupid explanation of like, I don't know what I'll go. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Is that what happened? Yeah, that's okay. literally it. And it is, um, it is, it's funny because I watched the trailer and they like take every single stereotype for African Americans and they just put it on white guys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so really lazy. So they don't make like new stereotypes. No. They just took the stereotypes for black it. people. Yeah, they just uh, flipped. Uh, terrible. <laughs> 
So all the black people are white and all the white people are black. Okay. Uh, and you know in the writer's room, that was the last idea they had before they had to leave for the day. Vancouver for... I just want to get home. <laughs> uh, what if white people are black and black people are white? Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, Travolta made the greatest comeback ever. Dude went from look who's talking to Pulp Fiction. That's unbeatable. Look who's talking. Kind of a popular movie. Yeah, it was very popular. It's very. It was good. Yeah, they that, made a sequel. Yeah. What was? Where did? Where did he disappear? Where did Travolta go off the rails? Because uh, what Greece. did? After Greece, he did Saturday Night Fever, didn't he? Or was no, that, that before? Was before? Okay. Yeah, See, it was the eighties. He he had crap in the eighties. That's what they call. But it. That's look who's talking. He was still. That a was rap. the very end of the eighties, yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. then it pushed into Pulp Fiction. Now I'll tell you, White Man's Burden was released right after Pulp Fiction. Okay, <laughs> which is kind of like that should tell you exactly what was going on in his career. Was that obviously it was filmed maybe two to three years before that? Yeah, 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 yeah. and then he probably started doing Pulp Fiction, and they're and, like, we can release it now yeah. because we've got enough goodwill with Oof. John Travolta. Yeah, he's got a big name here. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, like Michael Keaton, I don't know. Michael Keaton it just feels like because he is in anything he wants to be right now. And he's playing good parts. Like I don't know, every time I see him I'm like, "Yeah, Michael Keaton." Yeah, but he was Batman. I think that's what it is. You were Batman, which is a big deal. Yeah, but he's Beetlejuice too. He's great as Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's very uh, good as Beetlejuice. Uh, what's the other? Mr. Mom? Remember loving that when I was a kid? I think that was one of the movies where he, he talked it. about in the 60 Minutes piece, like, Ugh. why am I doing this? <laughs> he basically did the reverse. Well, no, not the reverse. It just took him sooner the same thing as Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, you know what? That's exactly what I was thinking. Just doing thinking, crappy yeah. movies, collecting checks, yes. and then finally was like, uh, this cannot be my legacy. I need to quit for a little while. <laughs> But I mean, Rod, I, I was, I was. Actually, Robert De Niro somehow is able to do this now because he's built up enough goodwill in the movie universe. Yeah, but but Robert, nobody's gonna crap on him. He's yeah, freaking taxi driver. Yeah, well, but the thing is, all he has to do is like he does the intern or whatever it is, and everybody, everybody goes, oh, and then he goes, Marty, you making another movie? All right, you need me to be in it? Okay, and then he's fine. His reputation is always like reinvigorated by like I'll just show up and do, and do a uh, Scorsese movie, whatever it is, and he just shows up and he can do a big part, small part, whatever. But anytime you need a mafia guy, an old mafia guy, it's like hey, call Robert De Niro. He's standing there, and be raging steel. bull, dude. Yeah, Cape Fear, yes, Deer Hunter. These are classic movies. And then now let's the Scorsese's movies that he's done. Goodfellas, Casino, uh, The Irishman. Uh, yeah. yeah. These are incredible movies. Now, not too far off from Dirty Grandpa, opposite <laughs> starring Zac Efron. Yes. Right after Rehab, by the way. Who who was in Rehab? Zac Efron. Oh, De Niro wasn't in Rehab? Yeah, uh, he's probably in there a few times. <laughs> That's probably why they did it. They probably, like... They're both in rehab. Bonding, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, thing. you know what? You guys have really developed a friendship. You should get into rehab. I got this crap script over here. You guys want to act in it? Yeah. Is Zach, Zach Efron any good? What do you mean? Uh, is he a good actor? Sure. Okay. He's good enough. Uh, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> the beer run, though, the world's greatest beer run, it was good. Yeah. But I was like, eh. he's good. He is the good mix of um, incredibly hot body and good looking face. And the acting ability is a little bit over what you would expect. So oh, well, he keeps getting worse. Ryan Gosling or Zac Efron? Yeah, I mean, Ryan Gosling, though, is actually a very good actor okay. sometimes. <laughs> um, but, like, Zac Efron is the case of, like, yeah, super hot in all dimensions and then just good enough at acting to continue the career. Now, somebody who wasn't like that was James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek was very good looking. And actually got better looking at age. He just Ooh. sucks at acting. Yeah. And so he, they just didn't give him more parts. They were like, it, it, you're almost there, but you just suck at acting. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this. You don't have the appeal of Mario Lopez, who it's the same thing. Incredibly good looking person, but he's so appealing. It's like, oh, he's good at everything. Just throw him in. Yeah, stuff. but he's not. Yeah, Mar- he's really good looking. Yes, he is. Mario he's Lopez? The, oh, yes, he's the only person with actor. dimples. Yeah, yes. but he's like a presenter. Yeah, and, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just you put him in hosting. Charming thing. enough. Yeah, yeah. He's just perfectly fine. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. So uh yeah, we got uh Keaton had the just had the cr- typical this is from the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, Keaton just had the typical career dip. Travolta went uh from movie hell to pulp fiction, get shorty face off. Get shorty is good too. I do like get shorty. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a longer career cuz I'm looking at I'm looking at the Michael Keaton IMDb, and mm-hmm. it might be Travolta just because I don't know that he really ever disappeared. The problem is in the early 2000s, you've got, uh, let's see, where does it start here? 1998, right? he plays uh, Jack, this is uh, this is Michael Keaton. Is Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Yes. And then he goes and does some TV stuff, and then he's in Herbie Fully Loaded. Terrible. Yeah, and then he's in... He's just voicing a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, voicing a bunch of stuff. But yeah, he took kind Terrible. of... Terrible. Yep. And then he, a lot of... Uh, well, is he in RoboCop? What is this? Terrible. Prom Queen. RoboCop. Spotlight. Re- see, you're starting to see it now, aren't you? Well, now, yep. Spotlight was good because he... Yeah. Uh, now, that's a really incredible journalist movie, but he, he wasn't he was super... But he's good in it. He's good in it, but yeah. he wasn't like the main character. No, he definitely was not. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely a falling off between... Jack Frost and all of that. Like he was in Jackie Brown, and I even forgot he was in Jackie Brown. Yeah, much ado. Which, about by that. the way, Jackie Brown, super overrated movie. Yeah, I think it's just it falls in the Tarantino canon, sure. so people will just gush over it. But yeah, Batman Returns, nineteen ninety two. He didn't do a whole lot between that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, mm. that and uh, and then Spotlight. So kind of the start of his comeback. So yeah, there's uh, there's there there's definitely a uh, decade, two decade dip that he had. So maybe not a typical one. Johnny Dangerously is fantastic. So don't I don't know if people are disparaging that on the text line, but somebody's a Johnny Dangerously question mark. Sure, that's what you think. You don't you don't think it's fantastic? That's Joe Piscopo's greatest movie. <laughs> You can argue with me on that? <laughs> no, I, did, I won't. I did not think I, so. I don't I, think I have to, really. I, I didn't think so. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. <laughs> the best he ever did. Uh, Damian Lillard gets a slap on the wrist from the NBA, kind of, maybe. Uh, we'll discuss that after this Sports Center update. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Wayne's Rodney, the talks for the superstar. Tonight, Wayne's guest, the incredible, incredible, The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Will, you, uh... You had a description uh, that you used earlier in the show. And I can't recall exactly what it was for uh, for Damian Lillard. Uh, what did you What did you call him? It's a little crybaby bitch. Has anybody ever gone from like, man, this is the guy that you want on your team. This is the dude to, come on, so quickly. <laughs> I only play for Miami. 
But you know what? I think there's fans around here that are still giving him grace. Uh, I, do, still I do. are. They're like coming from a place of empathy with this whole situation where I'm like, dude, this guy is hijacking your team. Yeah. Like, how are you not mad about this? Well, I, I will give him a little grace until the start of the season happens and he's not playing in Miami and see what he does. Because I, I just don't see a, I don't see a world where they're going to like just kowtow to whatever he says and go, yes, absolutely. If you'd like to be in Miami, let's do everything we can to get you where you want to be. Uh, and if it ends up putting our, our franchise back, you know, a decade, let, well, I mean, hey, you were so great. It's it's this the player empowerment is kind of starting to bite back a little bit and and he's hopefully one of the first victims of it but I think as as LeBron James career kind of comes to an end and I don't know how many years Kevin Durant has left of being this great player but the teams need to take control back at some point and it's it's kind of funny and akin to what's going on in the NFL right now all these running backs having their zoom calls and having all their meetings and then the next day Saquon Barkley is like yeah, you know, I'll just take uh, I'll take an extra nine hundred thousand dollars and s- go ahead and sign for one year. And I'm not under the franchise tag, but I I really need to go out there and play football. That's how I make my money. Yeah, and you know, there's all these exceptions to that rule because you mentioned the whole running backs. I mean, you know, we just talked about it in the news update. Look at friggin' Frank Gore. He played for how many years? Thirty. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he, he made an s ton of money out of it. You yeah. can do that as a running back. Now look. You need to understand the situation you're in and what your reality is, which is you get hurt a lot. You're just a running back. That's what it is. And so you will probably be devalued. You're in a collision position. Yes. The other collision position where guys are taking full speed runs into other guys is linebacker. And they're the only ones that get paid less money than you. It kind of makes sense. Your equivalent on the other side of the ball is the only one getting paid less. Look. Damian Lillard, I feel like, has now fractured this fan base. Like, you're starting to kind of see who the real ones are now, in my opinion. The real fans? Yeah. Okay. Because they're not really fans of the Trailblazers. They're fans of him. Eh, yeah. If dude, You can be both. You can be oh, both. Not in this situation. Oh. Just get- look at it at face value. Take Damian Lillard's name out of this whole situation and let me just present this to you, and then you can give me what your opinion is. You got a guy who has been incredible for you as a player, who you have attempted as a franchise to help best you can coming into a horrible situation. You have done what he has asked you in some respects, except for the last two years where your hands have been tied behind your back. So he then demands a trade, and he doesn't have a no-trade clause. So you say, look, I get that. I get you've been here for a couple of years, but you need to understand from a business point of view, I've given you a disgusting amount of money to do a job and you can still go do that job somewhere else, but it needs to be on how I say it because that's what this is about. You've signed a contract. You knew what the agreement was. You are not Bradley Beal. You did not sign a no trade clause. You knew that. So now you are basically coming back and saying, well, I only want to go to one place. And if you don't, I'm going to threaten those other teams and don't put it on the friggin' agent. It's not the agent. It's Damian Lillard. You know why? Because the agent would be fired by now if it wasn't Damian Lillard. I'm not going to pretend that I have read every single statement that Dame has made or that I've tried to go through and read the tea leaves of exactly what he's yeah. saying. He's not going to end up in Miami. It just, it feels very you don't much. Think that so, way. Huh? I, the sense that I get right now is that Miami doesn't have enough to offer. And I don't think a third team is going to go in there and go, well, we would like to have Tyler here, and we'd like to make this work to make sure Dame gets to where he wants to be. There's just too many elements. He's not a free agent. He's under contract. And here's the NBA going, well, listen, you don't get to tell us you know, that you're not going to perform for another team. And immediately he starts rejecting or you know, has, has Chris Haynes or whoever going on radio shows going, well, he's not going to play in Boston. He's not going to play here. So the way that he's handling it is piss poor. It just is. And the sense that I get is that as the season approaches, he's going to realize that not a lot of teams want to take on a $60 million contract over the next four years. Over a guy who's been hurt two years in a row. Not even necessarily that. Just going, like, 
how many teams are missing one piece? We're one piece away from going in there, and Dame is that piece. There's, there's. I've said this again and again. That people complain that Portland, oh, they keep loading up with guards. There's a lot more good guards in the NBA than there are wings, than there are power forwards, than there are centers. If you go, if you go, make a list of the top fifteen point guards in this league. That list is pretty good, one through fifteen. Make a list of the top 15 centers. Guess what? Yusuf Nurkic is on that list. How much do you like Yusuf Nurkic? I don't. He's a top 10 center in this league on multiple lists that I've seen over multiple years. Yeah. So well, OJ as, Simpson's a Heisman winner, but it, I don't have to like him. You, I'm not saying that you do, <laughs> but make the, make the, do the list in your head of the top, top 10 wings right now. I know what you're saying. But I got you. Like, as much as you'd like to have Damian Lillard because he is greatness, it's very easy to overfill every roster in this league with a lot of great guards. You want Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, mm-hmm. uh, Luka Doncic, uh, Damian Lillard, uh, Steph Irving. Curry, Chris Paul. I mean, Kyrie Irving. Like, there's teams with multiple Hall of Famers on their team. If you look at it right now, it's very easy to overload at the guard position because the NBA is just full of those guys. And and you you want to go and go. Oh, well, we need to get size, and we need to get somebody that could score. It's, it sounds great. But those guys just don't exist very much. And that's why the MVP goes to Joel Embiid, and it goes to uh, Nikola Jokic, and it goes to, oh, the Greek freak who happens to play point guard but is seven feet tall. It, it's it, The league is unbalanced. It just is. And yeah. that's why Dame doesn't have as much value. It's not because he's not great, because he is. But what are you going to do with another guy that size? Everybody in the league's got a couple of them. Yeah, I, 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 I've just, I, I think, I think the reaction from fans has very much vindicated how I've felt the last couple of years about Damian Lillard, which is the fact that I think that there's a larger population of people that liked him and could care less about the team. Meh. I do. I, I, think- I, th- I think that was literally the case. And I think those people are coming out of the woodwork now. Because they're getting pissed at Joe Cronin, they're getting pissed at the Trailblazers. Look, the minute Damian Lillard demanded a trade was the minute that me, as a begrudging Blazers fan, <laughs> because I have been for yeah, quite a I, while now since Brandon Roy, yeah, <laughs> I I immediately became defensive of my team, and I go, okay, you want to trade? We'll send you wherever we want. Yeah, because that's the contract you signed. Look, dude, it's not like you signed a McDonald's contract to be behind the desk. And you want to go be uh, uh, do the same thing, be a cashier at Burger King, and we're denying you that thirteen dollar uh, uh, per hour he, raise. He said he would only ever work at Wendy's. Yeah, work at Wendy, dude. You have the Supermax deal. Yep, you're yep. getting paid a disgusting amount of money. Ooh. It's disgusting <laughs> to do what you do. It is two hundred plus million dollars to do what you do, and you don't want to go do it in Minnesota. Yeah. You don't want to go do it in Boston. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry that things aren't working out exactly how you want them to. Well, that's really terrible. You know something? I've heard of such horrible things in the United States where people don't get what they want. <laughs> Except in this situation, that's not the case because you got 200 plus million dollars in a contract and then you have endorsement deals through everything. So they probably net you another $110 million over a lifetime. So I, I, I want to apologize to not being more empathetic of your situation, Damian Lillard. I'm so sorry. You want to go play for Miami on that bum leg of yours, <laughs> dude, screw him. I don't get it. Why more fans aren't pissed about this. This what? is ridiculous. At, at this, We will trade your ass wherever we feel like it. You sign the deal. It, you knew what it was, but, but here's the thing. What's the offer that this, this, this is where I'm sitting right now is, What's the offer? I mean, there probably has been. Okay, but this is the thing that but pisses me out about it because I leaked? think team because I think teams really did heed what uh, uh, Gordon and Lillard did in this offseason. I think they took it seriously. Where they go, he ain't gonna play for you unless it's Miami. Yeah, and I think you had teams like Minnesota and Boston who were like, well, screw that, I don't yeah. want to give away all this stuff. Like if we got Carl Anthony Towns and draft picks for Damian Lillard. Dude, sign me up. Yeah. Send them on over. I'm ready. Yeah, but I'll again, cat. But why not? Yes, but you know why they won't do that? Because they already have a Damian Lillard, Anthony Edwards, 
Sure. And they like the But g- they don't know that. <laughs> yes, they do. They don't know that. They do. They're probably they- the one that's like, a backcourt stacked with all-stars, it'll work. Name it'll name work. a team that doesn't have an, <laughs> uh, an all-star potential guard. They all, the, the NBA's littered with them. Quite a few. They're, they're all, all the Wizards. But yeah, because they, they just got rid. Of, they yeah. just got rid of them. Yeah, they don't care. But yeah, like they, but we, we talked about this. Oklahoma City. Who's got more assets in Oklahoma City? Got pretty good backcourt. Yeah. <laughs> How Houston, really good. Houston, pretty good backcourt. Bunch of assets. Yeah. They starting to. It's, uh, it's, but it's again I'm potential. Potential. I'm it's going. You. Do you do you want to trade young guys hmm. with potential for an old guy that wants to win now? Yeah. If you're Houston. The the young teams are out there. I mean, even even look at Detroit sitting there just going, yeah, we were already we're already drafted those guys hoping they turn into Damian Lillard. We don't want to get older. The bad teams don't want to get older. The old teams already got a guy. I how awesome would it be if he just didn't get traded and just didn't play? It'd be wild, man. I would watch every game It'd be start wild. to finish. I think there's going to be more value at the trade deadline where a team is close, and that's that's where. So I, he's just literally not going to play for a quarter I, of a season. I, or that'd a third be wild. Season. That would be wild. But that, that that would be one of the crazier stories yeah. in the NBA. Well, that's why I'm waiting. That's why I'm waiting. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not quite where you're at yet. But I'd like to see what happens when the it comes around, especially when the Blazers come out and they're fun to watch. I don't know if they're going to be good, but Shaden Sharp and Scoot Henderson and let's go see what these dudes can do. And he's just to sit there and and pout. That'd be fantastic. They won't send me to Miami. I want to go to Miami. I want to go to a cold or a warm weather city. I want to go to Miami. Do you know who I am? If I was a spiteful GM, which I would be. (laughs) Of course you would be. I'd send him to Detroit. Yeah, but Detroit doesn't want him. I don't care. I, w- I, w- I would just say, just give me anything. I'll give him yeah. to you. Team I don't care. They'd be like, are you sure? Yeah. Like, well, we'll, we'll give you uh, we'll give you all of these white T-shirts that we were going to use for promotional purposes, but are just plain white T-shirts. You could put anything you want on them, but it's just a huge crate of plain white T-shirts. I'd be like, that's fine. I just want to send them to Detroit. Oh, what's that? You don't like living in Portland? Well, let me send you to Portland C- <laughs> Detroit's improving. <laughs> oh, it's getting a lot better. It's getting a lot better. You Detroit, don't you don't get shot every uh, block. Uh, Detroit, Detroit's getting a lot better. It's, it's really getting pretty nice. It's making a comeback. So it's uh it's not quite Michael Keaton, but uh Travolta like comeback. It's okay. It's not bad. Good versus evil next, Sinner and Saint, ten eighty the fan. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. <laughs> Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. <laughs> Jimmy was cutting every link between himself and the robbery, but it had nothing to do with me. I gave Jimmy the tip and he gave me some Christmas money. From then on, I kept my mouth shut. I knew Jimmy. He had the cash. It was his. I know he kicked some money upstairs to Paulie, but that was it. It made him sick to have to turn money over to the guys who stole it. Let's begin with the Angels' decision on Shohei Otani. Sports Illustrated were first to report that they will not move Otani before next week's August 1st trade deadline. Indeed, Angels are going to go for the playoffs Wednesday night. Uh, they traded two prospects to the White Sox for Lucas Giolito and right-handed reliever Ronaldo Lopez. Then Thursday, they watched as Otani threw a couple or a complete game, one hit shutout, then two homers in the doubleheader. How risky is this for the Angels? How risky. It feels pretty risky, but that's you know that's a uh, it's a ballsy move. I will say that it's they're they're eight and two in their last ten games. I mean they've been on a, a little bit of a tear. They're four games out of the wild card, which seems like a long way today, but it's a lot of baseball left to be played. Shohei Otani gets them into the playoffs. He's going to be a hero in Anaheim. I'm not sure what the timeline is for Mike Trout. I heard he could be back by the end of the season. I've heard otherwise. But if you can get them into the playoffs and get your superstar back, uh, no reason it couldn't be a 
whole lot of fun. In Anaheim, you make a deep run, cross your fingers that you re-sign him, but you let a guy like that walk away that would be the most valuable trade chip in baseball history, save Babe Ruth. Uh I think you're. I think you're. Uh, I think you're in kind of a, a trouble. But let's be honest: the Red Sox traded Babe Ruth for nothing, and then went on a hundred-year uh, slide with no World Series. So uh, even, even trading the guy might not win you anything. So I like it. Uh, it's it's ballsy and uh, good for them. Um, you know, words aren't enough to to express how thankful and how glad I am to be a part of this organization. And I had complete faith in them from the, the get-go. And uh, you know, I've. I've never wanted to be anywhere else. This is where I've wanted to be for shoot as long as I've been born and playing football. So it's a it's a dream come true, and um, you know just really excited to be back out there with the team today. There's a guy who looks conceited a lot of the time, but is really just a focused and healthy human being, Justin Herbert. The Herbert Burger signed a five-year, two hundred and sixty-two point five million dollar contract with the Chargers, close to two hundred million guaranteed. Herbert's contract is $2.5 million more than Lamar Jackson's recent deal with the Ravens and $5 million more than Jalen Hurts' deal with the Eagles. Of the three QBs I just mentioned, which one would you like to have? Ooh. Um, the QB for your team. Yeah, no, I understand that. Uh, I'm going to eliminate Lamar Jackson. I mean, if he can't stay healthy into the playoffs, I'd love to see him be there as a fan. It's, you know, it's, it's high risk, high reward uh, with Lamar Jackson. Uh, Jalen Hurts just took his team to a Super Bowl, but to be quite honest, I mean, I really like Justin Herbert. I think he's got the, all the fire and the leadership that they said that he wouldn't have and bring to the NFL. Um, I love his poise, and uh, I just hope San Diego can put a team around him. It'd be great to see them make a, a deep playoff run. I know they play in one of the toughest divisions in football, but I think at some point you're going to see him uh, take that team to the next level. He's the best thrower of the football out of the, out of the, the three of them. Yeah, that, that's true. Time for my favorite story of the week. This one comes from the world of candy. Candy? Candy. Skittles and French's officially make mustard-flavored Skittles. Why? Uh, it's National Mustard Day. August 5th. Why? Surprised you didn't know that. Uh, yeah, totally. I can't believe I didn't know that either. Um, are they under the, like the same corporate umbrella? Or are they both part of like Procter and Gamble or one of those giant conglomerates mm. or something like that? That French's? I believe Skittles is owned by Mars, but okay. is Mars owned by? I, yeah, I know. yeah, I couldn't tell you. Uh, no, I think this is just some kind of shameless plug. I mean, sure. quite honestly, like. It. like you know, we talked about food D bags at the beginning of the show. <laughs> there is a also Market, marketing D bags. Well, no, there's a subset, a very small subset of mustard D bags. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, but they hate the yellow mustard, don't they? Oh, they hate it. Yeah. They hate it. But this is their day. August fifth is their day. So I think to get everybody more than just those douchers on board with National Mustard Day, this is a very splashy thing to do. How else are you going to promote National Mustard Day? How else? <sighs> um, this is kind of it. <laughs> That's the only option. <laughs> uh, I mean, hire Joey Chestnut to start putting Frenches on his uh, hot dogs during the contest and see how gross that would look. Um, yeah, I'm not, I mean, hey, we're talking about Mustard Day, right? Yeah. So, and we're talking about Frenches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skittles gets a little, uh, you know, a uh, little, little kickback m- mention on the whole thing. I mean, it's it's certainly. It's doing its job, right? It's getting people to talk about it. So you put this together, whatever it costs to make the candies, which can't be a whole lot, uh, and the free media that you get from it is going to be exorbitant. So, yeah, no, I mean, it's a smart move from there. Here's the question. If I show up with a bag of mustard-flavored Skittles, you going to try one? Yeah. Of course I will. Okay. I love mustard. Do you, Wait, you love Yeah, mustard's mustard. great. What's your favorite kind of mustard? Stone ground. Okay. Yeah. Stone ground on a veggie dog. Let's go. I have a uh, habanero honey mustard. Oh, you like honey mustard? I love honey mustard. Honey mustard on sandwiches is, if you can get like a little bit of honey mustard 
with some jalapeno on a sandwich. Yeah, now you're talking. That Pick- the sweet and spice just yeah. hits. Pickled jalapeno, but yeah, this is a very viscous. Uh, there's a place over in Vancouver. They've actually, I don't know if they still have their little shop because they closed part of the farm down. But Joe's Farm used to make a habanero honey mustard, which was just mm. dynamite. I've got a little left, and I'm kind of using it sparingly. But uh, I've taken. The kids love French toast. Yeah. And Who doesn't? When, when mom's not home, we make French toast for dinner. And the kids are making it, and they're making French toast. They made it yesterday. Uh, but uh, if I've got all of the elements to it, uh, I made a stuffed French toast with the habanero honey mustard and smoked salmon. Oh, it was so mm. effing good. I don't know about that. It was awesome. I'm just telling huh. you. Well, the honey mustard with the salmon, good. And okay. then I was like, I was like, all right, I do a little vanilla, a little salt in yeah. the uh, in the egg wash for yeah. the uh, thing. So I was like, let's just give this a try. And uh, whew, man, hmm. it was awesome. So you get a little bit of the sweetness from the vanilla. You get a little bit of the, you know, you get the 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 bread there to soak up all of the, you know, deliciousness from that. And then the smoky flavor was oh, pretty awesome. What is your favorite condiment? Favorite condiment. Ooh, that's a tricky one. I honestly and don't give me like some. Some like descriptive. Oh, it's the something something. Do, do you ketchup. want? Do you want like the category it, of it? Yeah, just I would your probably basic say hot condiment. Sauce. I would probably say hot sauce. Just hot sauce, huh? Yeah, like I would. I like if I was going to, if I was gonna, you know, couldn't use because I like mayonnaise, I like mustard, I like ketchup. I enjoy some ranch. I'm not real. I don't really have any condiments that I don't like. That's why it's tricky for mm, me. Yeah. But the one that I probably use the most often is a hot sauce. Like, but yeah, you give me barbecue, sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. Uh, soy sauce, wasabi, like all of the all soy of the sauce things. is good. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not mad at any of them. But yeah, like I feel like uh, hot sauce would probably be my pick. Give me sriracha, tapatio. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't hate Tabasco. Like me some Cholula. Ooh, I love Tabasco. Yeah, do you? Tabasco red is my uh, staple. Really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Aardvark hot sauce. Aardvark, uh, I would make it my staple if oh it wasn't God. so expensive. Yeah, it's spendy, dude. And yeah. I don't want to go to Winco to go buy it. So if I go to Safeway, it's like nine bucks. Yeah, that's a, and I'm like, ah, it's just for hot sauce. Yeah, come on, maybe yeah. once in a while. Frank's but... red hot. No, falls that's... in that category. No, no. Oh, you mix it with the right down, thing, bro. But see, that mixed with uh, you get a little Roquefort. Let's rock and roll. You make me. You make a good blue cheese. I'm not mad at you there either. But I don't think there's a condiment. Like, did I miss any there? I don't think no. there's a condiment that I don't really like. I'll tell you the one condiment. The fire sauce from uh, Taco Bell. Right. I actually, actually do enjoy that. The one condiment that people will just gush over, but I don't know how to put it in stuff, is Worcestershire sauce. Oh, yeah. I'll use Worcestershire. Where do I put Worcestershire in... Um... It's like soups. Yeah, it's that's when I've used it. I, I have a uh, I have a bottle of Worcestershire in my in my fridge, and it's probably three years old. And I used it to make a chili. Yeah, like three years ago, and then I never used it. Uh, the last thing that I put it in that was really good, uh, I made salmon cakes. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, yeah. so good in there. Um, but yeah, just adding. But usually it's just like a dash of, of mm, Worcestershire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta oh, put that on more stuff. Give me a good tartar sauce. Tartar's all right. Yeah, I'm not like there's not a condiment that I'm mad at. I don't think there's one that I would uh, kick out of bed, if you know what I mean. Kick out of bread. Hey, there you go. Okay, that's yeah, better. Better. Kick hey, out of bed. Sometimes I like, have to. Th- and then once you to... said, and then once you said, if you know what I mean, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. I no, don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't a clue. Yeah, it's a little yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was good versus evil. It's brought to you by our friends at. 808 Hawaiian restaurant. Oh, put a little soy sauce on that. Oh, and then they do the sriracha. Oh, the sweet chili water that they do for Hawaiian food. Come on, man. Is it a condiment? Is poi a condiment? Sure. I do like poi. Oh, the right kind of, just you have to use best foods for your mac salad. The mac salad at 808. I'm I'm, going to go in there. I might go there this afternoon. That sounds good. Two locations, Burnside, Woodstock. Uh, they also have uh, a very easy order on the uh, on the line thing. ATE-OH-ATE.com is their website. Go there, eat their food. It's delicious. Hour two, Will gets mad about baseball. Uh, we do the countdown clock to football, as we always do. And then I have a question about the U.S. women's national team. Don't you have questions about Colorado? Not really, but we do need to talk about Colorado. 
I don't really have questions about it because I think they're probably making the right decision. I have questions about the Pac-12, but I don't really have questions about Colorado. They're probably doing the right things. You want to start there? We'll do it next. Center and Saint, 1080 the fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.